Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome to episode number 109 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm the other guy, Dan Todd. We have a great show today. Our theme is, oh, wait a minute. Cheryl, this one's too easy. I don't have to guess. Um, the theme is a Mother's Day edition 2018. You don't even have to explain that one. But I'm probably still going to. Of course she's going to. Ed, start the timer. Because, because as we established last week, I, I like to talk, right? Really? <laughs> Just a week ago, we thought about News that? Newsflash, Cheryl likes to talk. Yes, I'm going to explain, even though it really doesn't require much explanation. Mother's Day. Well, today's guests are each going to speak about being a mom and a gun owner. With the negative, shaming voices out there from people who look down their noses at moms who are responsible and safely armed citizens, it is refreshing to meet a whole host of ladies who understand that protecting our children is the reason to be safely and responsibly armed. Moms teach their kids a multitude of lessons and values and just practical life things that need to be instilled in the next generation. And there are all kinds of moms in the world. So for the rights restrictors to try to co-opt motherhood into their platform with their mom's demand, I don't know, what is it, some unnamed, some non-specific action is actually pretty comical. But today, today I just want to celebrate and pray blessings over all the many different kinds of moms there are in the world. There are new moms, moms-to-be, and moms who have become grandmas. There are moms who gave birth to babies and made the tough decision to place them into the arms of another mom through adoption, and those adoptive moms who raise those children. There are moms who have outlived their children. There are stepmoms and older siblings who have stepped in to fill an absent mother's shoes. There are friends who have mothered us through our difficult times and nurtured us through our hurts. There are moms who live in big cities and moms who live in the most remote urban locations. There are so many different kinds of moms and the commitment and love that each of them use to pass the baton of respect and responsibility and infuse those things into our future generations, we all owe every one of them a debt of gratitude on Mother's Day and every day. Dan? Well, how, how do I, what do I say to that but Thank you, mothers. Aw. You know? Well, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> amazing. And, you know, we have some beautiful mothers here today. We do. And I just want to say, and dads help make our jobs easier. Like, for you and I, it was definitely a, a tag team effort. And we only had one kiddo. So, <laughs> and she was a good one. So, families that have multiple kids running off in tons of different directions, holy moly, I don't know how yep. you do it. She's all right. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's all good. Um, you can only say that because she's sitting right here oh, and is yeah, giving you the look for oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we have a great lineup of beautiful mothers today. 
we have Beth Alcazar. She's a creator of Pacifiers and Peacemakers Mm -hmm. and author of Women's Handgun and Self-Defense Fundamentals. Beth has worked in the industry for nearly two decades and currently serves as Associate Direct Editor of Women's Section of USCCA's Concealed Carry Magazine. Mm -hmm. And she's a mom to three kiddos, 15-year-old daughter, 8-year-old son, 4-year-old daughter, and 10-month-old German Shepherd. (laughs) A little nod to our fur moms out there. We also have Renee uh, Whitrock. She is a co-founder of Sportsman's Business Alliance, owns multiple businesses, is an author, international speaker, and entrepreneur, a thoughtful leader in a community site. She works to bring biological-based wildlife conservation efforts and Second Amendment rights to the forefront of local economic conversations. And Cheryl, these words, too many (laughs) big words. She is a mother of Levi Whitrock, a world class hunter and professional bass fisherman. Mm-hmm. We also have Brooke Cheney, the owner instructor of a great start shooting school in Connecticut. Brooke is also a sponsored competitive shooter in IDPA and USPSA. She is also politically active for the purpose of trying to get folks to focus on reducing violence in our society rather than the knee-jerk reaction of someone to call for more gun regulation. We need more of that. Yeah. More of less of some of that. <laughs> right. We need more people to fight this, the gun regulations. Yes, yes for One sure. One way she contacts with her uh, elected officials is through her participation in the D.C. project as the C, uh, Connecticut delegate. Yeah, and I'm the Arizona delegate. So right. So that's kind of cool that we would have never gotten to meet each other if it hadn't been for the D.C. project. Right, so. and Brooke is a proud mom of two preteen kids, so we'll throw a little prayer in there, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Preteen. <laughs> Remember those days, Cheryl? No. Yeah. <laughs> Hour two, we have Tinkil Gibson. Tenniel Chittister. I'm sorry about that. She's a general manager of Three Gun National and host of reality TV show Ammo and Attitude, which won in 2013, which won, which she won in 2013. She did. And she represents F1 Firearms, Browning, Voodoo Tactical, MGM Targets, Lucas Oil Outdoor Line, and Vortex. And Holy she's cow. a mom to two kids, 13-year-old son and 10-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. All these busy moms. Yeah. We also have Carrie Lightfoot, founder and owner of The Well-Armed Woman, the largest and most trusted resource in the USA, committed to bringing innovative products, training, and information to women gun owners everywhere. And she was just elected NRA Board of Directors. What an accomplishment. I know. I'm so proud of her and so excited excited for the future of the NRA. Right. And she is a mom and a grandma. Like me. Yep. Like you. And then our last guest for the night, our best guest. What? No, not really. (laughs) But she's in here. We have to say it. That's true. And plus she's our daughter. That's true. Cassie Todd Jameson, contributor to Women's Outdoor News manager of Pot of Gold Auctions and social media director for AZ Firearms, Pot of Gold Auctions, and Gun Freedom Radio. She is the mom to our one and only granddaughter because Cassie is our daughter. Yay! Kind of works out that way. So, like, uh, you know, I, I don't know any other genealogy other than that. At any Anybody older than us, you know, past my, maybe my grandma's um, generation, uh, we have a, a cousin who does all that genealogy, and it is fascinating, but I just, I don't, I can't, I can't do it. So I can go as far you know as... So is counting sand on the beach fascinating. <laughs> so we also have our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's Commentary. Um. <laughs> so, and we're actually going to have time for Dan's commentary today. I think we're going to talk a little bit about political correctness today. Really? I'm thinking. Interesting. And you're going to be able to stay calm about that? Because that's kind of a, a nonsense. You don't suffer fools well, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't. Uh, well, I don't, uh, we don't have an awful lot of time before we run to commercial, but um I wanted to talk about how this last weekend was the NRA annual meetings in Dallas. Um, Cheryl, I didn't get to go to that because I was um, (laughs) in California watching you get your master's degree. Mm -hmm. And so um, 
I we know. didn't go. I know. And we didn't tough. eat at Hard Eight Restaurant either. I know. I think that was the biggest thing that Dan knew that we were going to Dallas. He wanted to eat at the Hard Eight Restaurant, which if you live anywhere near Dallas, you have got to check that out. Just go online right now. It is oh, such good steak. Oh. I want oh to my go gosh! Now. And the but ribs. We oh couldn't my gosh. go. I'm, I'm glad that we went to your graduation. I, that's a one in a lifetime thing, and you really worked hard on it. And I congratulate you for that. Well, thank you. I, I do miss the NRA show, but we'll go next year, and we'll be ready for it. We will. So I did. I hated to miss it, um, but it was really cool to be able to go to graduation because I got that master's degree in 12 months' time. It was super intense, and the team that uh, was part of my learning team, they were just vital. I mean, I couldn't have made it through the year without them, and so to not walk with them um, in California this weekend would have been just heartbreaking. Oh, it was great to see them all, and we took our grandbaby, and guess what we did? Let me think. Well, I, the graduation was in Irvine, California, which is about a stone's throw from Anaheim, California. So a lot of lines. <laughs> Disneyland. Disneyland. Of so. course. Of course. We had to go to Disneyland. Um, but I did. I, I went to uh, Townsend Institute. I was part of the inaugural class, the very first class to ever go through Townsend Institute, which is accredited through Concordia University, Irvine, and just an incredible, rich, life-changing program. And my degree is in organizational leadership. And I, I highly recommend anybody who is ready for a growth opportunity, check out the Townsend Institute. Check it out. Um, and of course, the NRA meetings, we're going to talk about that later in the show. But I heard there was 87,000 people on, in attendance. Wow. And didn't they all, a lot of them carry loaded yep. firearms, concealed yep. and open? Because it's legal. And so, yes, all these people. And there was no. And, and, and the president of the United States was there? Yep. There was no derogatory incident at all. And, of course, all the talk was about how during the, the separate thing where the president and vice president were speaking, how, you know, you weren't allowed to take your firearms in there and we're a bunch of hypocrites. No, no, no. That's the Secret Service and their protocol takes precedence. And that's all that was going on with that. But it, it was a fantastic event. It was a celebration event. And I'm sorry we missed it, but we'll definitely go next year. All right. Got to run to commercial. Stick around. We've got an amazing lineup of wonderful moms and starting with Beth Alcazar who serves as the associate editor of women's section of the USCCA's Concealed Carry magazine. Stick around. When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com, or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband 
husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. This show is also a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Find out more and check out all of the great content at selfdefenseradio.net. Well, our first guest today on our Mother's Day show is Beth Alcazar. Now, Beth is the creator of Pacifiers and Peacemakers blog, the author of Women's Handgun and Self-Defense Fundamentals. Beth has worked in the industry for nearly two decades and currently serves as associate editor of the women's section of USCCA's Concealed Carry magazine. And she is the mom to three kiddos and a 10-month-old German Shepherd. Welcome to the show, Beth. Oh, thank you so much, Cheryl. It's so exciting to be a part of your show today. This is awesome. This is awesome, and I can't believe I haven't had you on before now. <laughs> I've even written for you in USCCA uh, women's uh, section, so shame on me, but welcome to the show now. <laughs> well, you know, better late than never. They say that, so they, maybe it's true. <laughs> they do. I don't know who they are, but they, they are very smart in this case. Well, I wanted to ask you just right off the bat, how how does being a mom, because there's so many people out there that, you know, they kind of want to shame moms and they want to look down yeah. their noses and they want to be like, what, you're a mom and you have a gun in the house? So how does being a mom impact your decision to be a firearms owner? Well, you know, I think that does happen a lot. And it, it's it's really a shame because, you know, instead of encouraging and building up other moms, especially moms that want to be safe and protect their children, a lot of people do kind of look down at others. But for me, my three kids are really my top three reasons why I have a firearm in the first place. Mm-hmm. I've come to understand what so many of us believe that I am the first responder should something happen. That doesn't mean I can't trust the police or law enforcement officers in my area to to help mm-hmm. but it means that I can be doing something to make sure that my kids are safe I, I don't have to be a victim I don't have to watch them suffer I can do something that's why I have the firearm or the great equalizer as we like to call it absolutely and you know just kind of explain that a little bit when you say the great equalizer you know it's just so that doesn't become just yeah. some cliche that washes over people what what do you mean when you say that phrase absolutely it's just you know if you think about statistics still showing today that women are the most victimized gender we we truly are still looked at as um, that possible victim for whatever terrible malicious reason someone might have and for those who don't have any kind of weapon on them they really have maybe their voice Mm -hmm. or they have their body and in so many of those cases where you're stressed and the adrenaline is flowing i have found that my voice doesn't even work i've tried to scream in different scenarios where i've been stressed out and nothing has even come out right so when we yeah when we talk about the firearm as an equalizer it's just it could be that tool, that chance that allows you to be maybe equal or hopefully better than whoever is attacking right. you or trying to hurt you or harm you right. or the ones that you love. Well, and, you know, the bad guys, we talk about this every week in our Responsible Arm Citizen Report where we bring um, news stories onto the show about the times that people have, the two and a half million times a year that people have used firearms yes. to protect themselves. That danger, the bad guy or bad woman, they know what they're planning. They have the element yeah. of surprise. They have everything mm. going on their side. 
we're the ones trying to play catch up when we're being attacked and in that immediacy. And so to have something that, like you said, closes any of those gaps for size, for speed, for force on force, I mean, it's it's the matter of life and death. So absolutely, I really appreciate you um, bringing that the, that phrase "great equalizer" into the conversation. So, did you grow up with guns, or was this something that you became familiar with as an adult? Yeah, interestingly enough, I, I didn't have guns in the home, and it's not that my family was against firearms. It just really didn't come up as a topic. There were uh, no family members for my immediate family anyway, that were involved with hunting or or law enforcement or military even for that matter. So it just wasn't a topic that was even discussed. I kind of happened by, I want to say, happy accident to get involved with the firearms industry about 20 years ago. And I was lucky enough to just work with some incredible people who had the skills, who had the know-how, who had the, the mental fortitude really to kind of introduce me to the mindset of, of using a gun for self-defense or home defense, and of course, to be safe and understand all those fundamentals. So um, I wish I'd had a gun in the home. I think it would have been very beneficial across the board for, for me just having all that extra practice, perhaps, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm still very thankful for the years I have had to, to learn as much as I can about safety and about self-defense and about how I can help others understand those topics as well. Oh, I love that. And, you know, you credit, you know, at least one other person or some other people who embraced you and brought you yeah. into this, this um, it can either be a sport, it can be yeah. a hobby, it can be a lifestyle, whatever it is that that someone else just kind of took you along beside them and helped unfold it for you yeah. so that it was safe for you so you felt empowered with each step along the way and I think that that is so important uh, with anything that you're trying to learn you know, I have a friend who's a drummer and he's not yet ready to, to own a firearm but he was asking me one day some stuff about firearm stuff and it, you could tell he was just like so yeah. insecure about just even yeah. n- the stuff he didn't know and I'm like look if I were to grab a pair of drumsticks and sit down at your drum set am I going to have any <laughs> clue what I'm doing no I need you to show me and take me step by step you know just the basics at first and then we can get up to where I'm like banging on everything so <laughs> exactly I love how that principle is the same across the board for anything that's new or something that you're not sure of there are people out there who can help and that's what's so amazing just finding those people who are willing and able and speak kind of your language yeah so and you know what i think that that is something that the folks like you over at uscca do so beautifully well and so uscca is it's actually a couple of different things right so there's the insurance angle and then there's the the informational angle which is where you spend your time so talk to us a little bit about what that part of it is yeah the training and education the information side is really where I have found my my passion and my ability to do a lot of great awesome incredible things I I get to use my background in education and help instruct and that has been just eye-opening and phenomenal because I've learned that there are so many a lot of women especially out there that they're just everyday average kind of folks who don't have that terminology or that vernacular. They're not really sure of even the questions to ask. Mm-hmm. And I can still relate to that really well. I know what that was like. I mm-hmm. remember how that felt. And hopefully I can offer them a class that really is welcoming, but also informational and really just enables them to learn on that level. And again, speaking kind of their language. I know um, you know, we also do the Concealed Carry Magazine women's section, which has been a phenomenal success. People have just really embraced it. And I just like to tell people it's not a substitution for anything. It's just a supplement. We're not t- mm-hmm. trying to take away mm-hmm. information. We're not trying to say, you know, men and women are so different that we just can't even read the same articles. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to say here, here are those little additional pieces that might bring in the person who would never have touched concealed carry magazine maybe that wasn't appealing it was something scary or intimidating I think that hopefully through the women's section we've just offered a lot of people the opportunity to go what's happening in this magazine wow Mm -hmm. those are everyday people like me that I can relate to who are 
being a pers- who are responsibly armed and, and having guns in their home and teaching their kids. So, so true. And so one of the recent, um, one of the women's uh, magazines, you guys had, I think they're called flat lays, which is a new phrase I've learned, but where you had clothing options laid out and then paired them up with different ways you could carry in those clothing options. Well, I don't think anybody's ever done that for (laughs) a men's magazine, but that completely translates. So men can look at that and go, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought about it that way it's something I think about I just hadn't thought of it that way and so truly just because you're flipping through and you go oh now I'm at the women's section doesn't mean just blast through to the you know the other side of that yeah don't stop exactly (laughs) you still learn a lot and actually I I was in one of the articles recently and it I had like five or six men uh, text me and Instagram me before any other, any women did. So I guarantee you awesome. they're reading. They're reading See? whether they tell you they are or not. Well, um, and some of them are hoping for tips that they can bring their loved ones into this community, whether it's a wife, a daughter, a mom, or a friend. And a lot of our instructors, too, they, they love having some unique perspectives on how to reach those women who really need these classes. Amen to that. Well, we are starting to run on a little low on time, but I definitely want to talk about the expo. You guys just had your third annual. Tell us about that. Yeah, it was amazing. We had such an incredible turnout in Louisville, Kentucky, and the vendors were happy. The the guests were happy, and of course, that makes us happy, and uh, this is been three years that we just had such tremendous success that we're looking forward to next year Uh, i think it's may 17th through 19th and it's going to be in pittsburgh pennsylvania so hopefully we can reach a lot of our northern friends or those on the eastern side to come on out and check out all the wonderful seminars products and just just great people i mean being with like-minded people is just so so invigorating it really is there's such a, a community a sense of community in the firearms industry and you know so often our pictures and magazines or stuff are like you know the single person out there on the range but it's like (laughs) you know really that's not been my experience my experience is like a bunch of girlfriends getting together or family getting together and heading out for a fun day Um, but we've got to run but before we go please tell folks how they can follow all of your work definitely the easiest way to find me is through USCCA's website, so uscca.com. But also, if you're on Facebook, check me out on uh, Pacifiers and Peacemakers with Beth Alcazar. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Beth. Thank you. Love y'all. Love Take you, care. too. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, Miss Beth Alcazar, be sure to check out and get your subscription to USCCA's Concealed Carry Magazine. Coming up, we have Renee Whitrock. Renee is the co-founder, along with her husband, of Sportsman's Business Alliance. Stick around to find out more about that. Hey, everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. The Second Amendment Foundation is the organization that protects our right to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Now they need our help. 
go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation today. Dedicated to promoting a better understanding of our constitutional heritage to privately own and possess firearms. Support those who support our Second Amendment rights today. That's saf.org. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. Well, our theme today is Mother's Day, and each of our guests today are moms, and they're also gun owners. And we just thought it would be fun and refreshing to talk to moms about you know how they got into this whole world of firearms were they raised with it did they come to it as adults how do they interact with it as it being a mom and having children in the home and so our next guest is renee whitrock she's the co-founder along with her husband of sportsman's business alliance she owns multiple businesses is an author an international speaker and entrepreneur a thought leader in the community, she works to bring biology-based wildlife conservation efforts and Second Amendment rights to the forefront of local economic conversations, and that is so needed. Welcome to the show, Miss Renee. Hi, Cheryl. How are you doing? I'm great. And, of course, I've got to mention your mom status. You're a little bit proud to be the mother of Levi Whitrock, a world-class hunter, collegiate and professional bass fishermen all wrapped into one kid yeah yeah we're very proud of him i'm i would say so for sure well i want to start with uh, a question that i'm going to ask each of the moms and that is you know with all those shaming voices out there and uh, you and i both have adult children so we've been parents for longer than some and we've been gun owners for longer than some and it didn't used to be something that people shamed us about, but somehow over the course of time, it's now become something that, that there's those out there that are like, oh my goodness, you're a mom and you have a gun in the house? How can you possibly do that? Um, like as if there's something wrong with it. And so I wanted right. to ask you, how does being a mom impact your thoughts on firearms and firearm ownership? Well, I don't know that that being a mom made it any really any different for me. Mm -hmm. um, I was raised in Los Angeles, so society was always like that in my world. Mm. Um, it, the kind of the California f train of thought has crossed the country now. Mm -hmm. And um, although in my household, when I was raised, we were always taught to treat every gun like it was loaded mm -hmm. and treat every knife like it was sharp. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that we chose to teach our son and um and the fact that he was very involved in wanting to be a hunter from the time he could talk um it was important for us that he understood and respected guns mm -hmm. and um and all weapons and and so as a as a mom it, it's just important like you teach him how to do anything that you teach him to you know understand that they need to know if the gun is loaded they need to know if the safety's on and how to do this um we started levi, levi out with a bb gun only um mm -hmm. and then he had to follow through and and we had to see with that bb gun that he really could treat it mm -hmm. and respect it like he needed to mm -hmm. um so that worked out really well for us um i do get of course because because levi from early on has been a, a huge hunter and fisherman and um and kind of I'm, lo I'm losing a word on the radio. Um, kind <laughs> that of, happens um, to me all the time. <laughs> have, has built a reputation like that. So mm -hmm. a lot of moms would ask me, you know, like, how can you let him carry a gun? That's yeah. so dangerous. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's the, it's the proper training. Guns aren't dangerous by themselves. Amen. You know, so. That's yeah. so... Um, that's so true and that you've really answered the next two questions I was going to ask you and that is you know what do you say to moms who are afraid to have guns in their home and um, you know whether or not you grew up with guns and it sounds like you did grow up with guns and it sounds like you say the key to getting over fear is teaching education oh absolutely and it has to start early I don't th I think kids you know when if they can start if you can start them at even four years old where they're 
you know, they're being acclimated mm -hmm. and they're at a time where they really are starving to learn mm -hmm. and they want to, they respect you. You know, you get them to about, you know, eight, nine, ten, they're starting to figure out their own independence. Mm. You know, so we, we really started Levi early on everything. That, and that is to us has worked out. That is excellent. Our, our daughter's here with us today, and she has a three and a half year old, and so um, you know we've been kind of having that conversation about you know how do we how do we introduce when do we introduce that sort of thing, and just rem just having you say that about catch them when they are sponges and before they start getting a little bit too much about you know pushing back on authority. And I like what you said about starting with a BB gun. I think that was that was a great idea. Yeah, yeah, it it really worked out well. That was my husband's idea, and um, also something else that Chip did is teach Levi to clean a gun before Levi ever got to hold a gun. Oh, so he understood it from the inside out. Um, and I don't know if that's for every kid. Levi's a critical thinker, so he had a lot of questions, mm -hmm. and that led us to do it. But I do know that um, it's been very effective for him in his life um, when he, because he also mentors youth. Mm -hmm. And my husband mentors youth with um, in shooting. Renee, welcome to and the show. This is Dan. I, I hey think Dan. you hit on. Hi, I think you hit on a very uh, good topic there. I think it would should be mandatory that everybody knows how that gun operates before they before they are allowed to shoot it, just so they understand what it can do and and how it works. And plus, you have somebody clean your guns for you for the rest <laughs> of your life. Well, you see, that was his job. Yeah, not at four, but yeah, probably at about nine. Yeah. He was always down in the in the workshop doing that. That's, That's awesome. so funny. Um, it's interesting because I, um, I was able, actually the last time we were all together, to shoot the Patriot Arms, the NRA gun of the year. Oh, wow. Um, and bragging rights, three out of three bullseyes. Um, well, check you but, out. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about that. But um, it was very interesting, Dan, because... The gentleman that came over from Patriot Arms um, was very intricate in his explanation mm -hmm. uh, to me of exactly how the gun works and what to do with it, and um, and that was super helpful in my in my success as well. That's perfect. Well, I think we've all been out on the range when somebody just kind of hands us a gun and goes, "Hey, try it out. It's really great." And it's like, I would really like to know a little bit more about where's the safety and how do I charge it and those you, kinds of things. You so. know, it, it, my dad. It was funny because I think he, he said to me the first time I can remember, do you want to go shooting? And I go, yeah, let's go shooting. He goes, okay, put it together. <laughs> and it was a bag of pork. <laughs> and I'm serious. And that's what he did. And, and I put it together. And so and now he's a gunsmith. So there's right. benefits to that. So I don't want our time to get away from us um, before we talk about what I led with that you and your husband are the co-founder of something called Sportsman's Business Alliance. So let's talk about that a little bit. Oh yeah, I'm happy to talk about that. We are so excited. We're really in pre-launch, but I'm gonna I'm gonna launch it today with the with my fingers crossed that some of the little intricacies get fixed in it. Mm -hmm. But Sportsman's Business Alliance is basically a directory for um, people that love shooting, hunting, fishing. You know, that are biology-based wildlife conservation enthusiasts that are Second Amendment right enthusiasts. Mm -hmm. um, for all of us to be able to come together within one database and so we know who to do business with so our money stays in our funnel mm -hmm. and goes back to support the things that we all believe in and care about wow. and um the the idea the idea of sportsman's business alliance came about because we we have a financial planning practice a 30 30 year old boutique wealth management firm mm -hmm. and um my husband had heart surgery this past year his third one mm. and one of the things he said is, you know, I really just want to do business with like-minded people. Mm, yeah. Well, that was over two years ago prior to his past heart, heart, heart surgery. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't find a place right. that had the businesses for us to, to do it. And I looked for two years. So finally, when he was getting ready for his heart surgery, I said, let's just build it. I love you it. Know, let's do it. So we were sitting out, and Levi happened to be home. He lives in Flagstaff now, but he happened to be home at that time and said, um, you know, well, we are angry about something, and which is easy to do when somebody's pushing against what you believe mm -hmm. is your protected right. Mm -hmm. And so this particular thing was um, the United States Humane Society trying to um, stop the hunting of mountain lions in Arizona, which I'm happy to report today that 
they were unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I said, you know, when we're building this alliance, we, we've got to, there's enough people pushing against. Let's create, a, let's create a way to pull everyone together and move forward with positive momentum for what we want. Oh, I love that. Like, don't talk and about so, what you don't like. T- tell people yeah. what you love. That's yes. awesome. And, and so we have gotten, we're, we're very passionate about it. Like, you guys are passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And um, it just seems, passion seems to be a magnet. Mm-hmm. Whether it's positive or negative, it's a magnet. <laughs> Good point. Good yeah, point. so we're going positive, and we've had so much support, and we're so excited. This is incredible. So that, um, I'm saying that it launches by, for my Mother's Day present. <laughs> oh, I love it. That would be so perfect. And so um, tell folks how they can find out more about what it is, how they can interact with it. Is it something that, is it like a subscription thing? Like what What exactly, how, how does the average person uh, approach this, uh, sm- what is it again? I'm sorry, Sportsman's Business the, Alliance. Sportsman's Business Alliance. So the website is S. B as in boy, A, directory.com. Okay. And if I would say that the first and best thing to do right now is to go to sbadirectory.com mm-hmm. and read, you know, at least the front page and then go down and, and fill in the request to be part of the newsletter. Okay. And when they start receiving the newsletter, they'll learn about the businesses as they come on and they'll, um, they'll start receiving information from us. And, that way, if the if the launch <laughs> technology behind the launch doesn't quite happen, they'll still stay in the mix. Um, but biz, what happens is that consumers and, or anyone can use the directory for free to search it to find a business that meets our criteria. Mm-hmm. And businesses to meet our criteria um, have got to be an NRA member or a member, a supporting member of an outdoor organization, um, or they have to have their hunting or fishing license. Very so it really cool. is drawing in our entire community. And how does a business get into your directory? There, there's a business sign-up, mm-hmm. and there's three different levels of payment. Um, they can go into um, the first level, which is $49 a year. Oh, wow. And it's so um, affordable. Yes, and, the, and then the highest level is, is $500 a year, Even period. that, for an entire year. Yes. To have your right. name if, put in a database that you know that people that are dedicated to hunting or fishing or the Second Amendment, that they're going to find your business there. That, that What a huge service that you're offering. I, I am so excited about this. Thank you. We are too. Well, we have to run, but Renee, thank you so much for all that you talked with us about today. But real fast, as we go out, just tell folks once again all the different ways that they can find out more about, whether it's Facebook or whatever, about the Sportsman's Business Alliance. Okay, great. Thanks, Cheryl. Thanks for having me on. Sportsman's Business Alliance is a Facebook page, just exactly written out like that. And then sbadirectory.com and sign up for the newsletter would be the best first move. Perfect. I'm going to do it. Actually, my daughter's sitting next to me doing, doing it, it right, right now. now. <laughs> I love it. Enjoy your beautiful family for Mother's Day. Oh, thank, thank you, you, Renee. You as well. Thank you so much, Renee Whitrock. Bye-bye. All right. Well, stick around because we have Brooke Cheney coming up. Brooke wears a ton of of different hats, including that she is the owner and instructor of a Great Start Shooting School. And she's also on the DC Project with me. She's the Connecticut delegate and uh, has two uh, two preteen kids. So we got lots to talk about with Brooke. Stick around. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun? 
Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knoll Town Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. Come listen to the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Hear about armed civilians protecting people they love. Were they lucky or were they prepared? Come listen and learn at selfdefensegunstories.com. For straight shooting, look to the biggest little gun shop in the West, azfirearms.com, where they have everything you need to be a safe and responsible gun owner. Huge selection and a friendly and knowledgeable staff. They're my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours, too. And when you go, tell them old Don Collier sent you. Thanks for sticking around. You are with Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. We are so glad you're here with us today. And if you have missed any part of this show, be sure to check out our website for the recording. Just go to gunfreedomradio.com, click the On Demand tab, and binge listen to your heart's content all 109 episodes. And if you want to put a face to a voice of any of our guests, click on the guest tab. There's bios, pictures, and links to everybody we've ever had on. It is just an incredible resource, and I invite you to spend some time there. Well, one of our newest additions to our guest page and about to come on the air right now is Ms. Brooke Cheney. She is the owner and instructor at a Great Start Shooting School in Harwinton, Connecticut. Brooke is also a sponsored competitive shooter in IDPA and USPSA, and she is politically active for the purposes of trying to get folks to focus on reducing violence in our society rather than the knee-jerk reactions of some to call for more gun regulations. One way that she connects with her elected officials is through her participation in the D.C. project as the Connecticut delegate. Well, Miss Brooke, you are also the proud mom of two preteen kids, so I do not know how many Wheaties you've got to eat every morning to keep up with all this, but welcome to the show. Oh, well, thank you, pretty lady. It's always good to hear your voice. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, my gosh, you are so busy. This is exciting. And you just did a video campaign recently, didn't you? Oh, well, yeah. We, we get hit pretty hard here in Connecticut often. So, yeah, it's like, oh, that was like two months ago. That was forever ago. I know. Isn't that the way it is? You know, you, you blink and, and already it feels like everything was, you know, kind of ancient news. But, you know, something I wanted to, to talk about with each of our moms on the show today is, um, you know, just how do you balance being a mom and a gun owner and what made you want to learn more about guns? Because there's so many shaming voices out there, like you said, in Connecticut, in California, in so many places all across the country now. There are people that are like, oh, you can't be a mom and have guns. That's irresponsible. How do you answer to that? Well, I mean, I think it's uh, somewhat ironic due to the fact that I'd been around guns all of my life. Mm -hmm. And my dad had guns, and he'd take me to this range, and he'd hand me a loaded gun, I'd shoot it, I'd hand it back to him. Mm -hmm. I knew nothing. I knew, 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 knew no safety. I, I just didn't know anything. Um, originally, I got my pistol permit because my husband in college, or well, my boyfriend in college, um, had a pistol permit. And so I'm like, oh, I'll do that. And that was like 1991 or two. Mm -hmm. And I still didn't do anything with guns. So my children are the reason that I finally got educated about firearms. Well, and well, so my well, children go are the figure reason. that. <laughs> I know. It's like I've been around them, but I didn't know anything. But my kids are the reason why I became educated. My children are the reason why I've learned this passion and just 
I don't know. It's just, it's amazing how empowering to me and confidence building Mm -hmm. learning about firearms really is. Mm -hmm. Well, I really appreciate that um, because there are so many people who listen to this show that they're not even 100% sure that, that they don't think guns are evil, right? They're like trying to figure it out. And for them to be able to, to hear your story, I think is encouraging to them that you don't have to just go full, you know, gangbusters gusto uh, right out of the gate. You can just kind of, you know, learn slowly and take your kids through it slowly. And uh, I think that that's so important. And then the next point I wanted to talk to you about is that it's not for you just about personal safety and home safety but it's also about your rights because you are pretty politically active and and I think you grew into that am I am I right about that or were you always politically active absolutely because I was one of those people that was like oh 10 round mag band who cares you still have bullets (laughs) in your gun what does it matter I was totally that person yeah and then I got into competition and I'm just like oh and I started buying guns and I'm like oh (laughs) Uh, MMP mag, uh, Pro, the Smith & Wesson MMP Pro, just comes with a 17-round magazine. I didn't go upgrade, so I'm more lethal. It's right. just how it comes. Right. So <laughs> the more that I learned, the more I realized how important it was that those of us who are really active really work on the education side of things. Absolutely. And so, you know, you had, uh, I had mentioned in the uh, the opener that one of the things that's that you are passionate about that's important to you is to educate people on understanding that the real problem isn't the tool that violent people use. The real problem is violence. So how, how do you talk about that with, you know, being politically active, talk about that with your elected officials and with others in your community that are going to vote on those officials? Um, how do you frame that? Well, I believe in looking at real research. I believe in looking at numbers and actual impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, when I talk to people about violence, um, and one of the big numbers I'm sure most people know is that, you know, two-thirds of gun deaths every day is suicide. Mm-hmm. And so I, I talk about not only, like, gang violence, where there's a large percentage, but I talk about suicide as well because, for me, it's very personal. My grandmother committed suicide. Oh, I had a father who was suicidal. Oh, so and sorry. I just know that, um, you know, what's, what's happening and how things go is like, whether it's a gun, a bottle of pills, a knife, or some other form, people are going to commit violence. Mm-hmm. And we need to start focusing on the problem, whether it's gang violence, because to me, suicide is personal violence. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a matter of we really need to stop looking at a hunk of metal, mm-hmm. which is all a firearm is, mm-hmm. until it's in the hand of someone who's mm-hmm. willing to do horrible things with it. You know, that's so true. And when yeah. you think about the just bucket loads, the oceans of money that people have poured into the the anti-rights, the anti-gun messaging and movements and marches, and if they really were serious, truly, truly were serious, doesn't it stand a reason that they would look at, just like you said, what causes someone to want to commit suicide? Let's, let's fix some of those problems. What causes someone to get connected with a gang and get caught up in that um, culture of violence? Let's try to head that off with the next generation where kids feel connected in positive ways with their communities um, and that sort of thing. Could you imagine if that energy and that money were going towards those kinds of things? In, in I can't help but believe in one generation we would have a completely different culture as a country. Absolutely. I mean, you just basically summed up my whole purpose in being politically active is to get us to focus on the root cause versus another regulation. Amen. Um, Because living here in Connecticut, having to deal with Sandy Hook and Adam Lanza, it's like the list of laws that Mm -hmm. Adam Lanza broke prior to Mm -hmm. stepping foot Mm -hmm. on school grounds was just an arm's length and then some. 
and so it's like I would love to see both of us I mean the gun community be able to stop protecting our 2a rights and be able to actually focus on the issue and I've looked at the Moms Demand Action website and it talks about the the suicide stuff but they don't bring it to the forefront so it's like I know they know it but right. we have to work harder to change the conversation right so so true um, well, the thing that we work together on is the DC project, which is where um, Diana Muller was amazing to have thought this up, but she has brought together for the last, I think, three years now, 50 women, one yep. from each state, where we just make appointments with our individual legislators, not to go in and say, we want you to do this or we want you to do that, but just to form those connections and be a resource to them and say, before you go make a speech, maybe, about guns, maybe check with me and make sure that you're not saying stupid. <laughs> um, how did you yeah. get involved in the DC project? Oh gosh, well, see, you you would prep me for that question. I like, I really had to think about it, and I think <laughs> it's from being in the competition world. Mm-hmm. Um, just because uh, being in the competition world is how I was invited to the first girl in a gun national conference, mm-hmm. and. Um, so I am guessing, because I don't remember, honestly, but I am guessing somebody from the competition world or a girl in a gun hooked me up with Diana the first time when they're just looking for different places. Well, I, if we so ever I'm figure out who that, that is, it. I'm going to personally thank them because I'm in Arizona, <laughs> you're in Connecticut. We would have never met each other, and I just love you, and I love your daughter who you bring each year. and. I just, it's such an incredible opportunity, and we are just about out of time, but um, I definitely want you to talk just quickly about what your competition season looks like, and also uh, to have you tell people how they can find out more about a great start shooting school. All right, so real quick, my upcoming match this month is Aiming for Zero, and if you've never heard of it, it's a suicide, it's raising awareness um, for suicide prevention of our veterans, because currently numbers 22 a day mm-hmm. um, and we're trying to get to zero obviously mm-hmm. um, then I'm off to the Mass State IDPA match next month and USPSA Area 7 um, I'll get to some Walls of Steel matches sometime before the end of the summer as far as finding a great start shooting school you can google a great start shooting <laughs> school because I think I'm the only one named that uh, here in Harlington, Connecticut I do have a Facebook page um, I have other social media. I just don't use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a full-time um, job. And I shortened my website to just be ag and then three s's sss.com nice. and you'll find me there. Agsss.com. Thank you again so much, Brooke Cheney. Bye bye now. All right. Bye, Cheryl. All right. So Brooke Cheney, a great start shooting school. Look that up. Well. We are about to break for a moment and come back to our second hour already. I can't believe it's been an hour already. But stick around because we have three awesome guests, including our very own daughter, Miss Cassie Todd Jamison, sitting in the chair next to me, typing away furiously. (laughs) (laughs) Stick around. When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com, or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. 
Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Hey, this is Lloyd Bailey, the Armed Lutheran, host of the Armed Lutheran radio podcast, reminding you that the podcast you're listening to is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Check out all the great content at selfdefenseradio.net.